Global Broadcasting Networks presents Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. With over 200 episodes in 17 countries, over five seasons, with three million monthly listeners, we are Radio Strong. Now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hello, everyone. Welcome today to Military Mom Talk Radio. This is Robin Boyd with you today. Unfortunately, Sandra's got a little bit of a cold and her throat's uh, not doing too well, so we're going to send her warm wishes. We're sending her green tea and honey and uh, wishing her the best uh, to get better real, real soon. Today, uh, we're going to talk with Debbie Gregory. She is the founder of Military Connection. Uh, and if you have not been to... Um, this website, you're going to want to make sure that this is something that you put uh, on a speed dial or on a bookmark on your on your uh, website or on your browser because there anything you need to know, anything you need updates on, you are going to find uh, right here on militaryconnection.com. Debbie, are you with us? I am. Good morning or good afternoon, Robin. Hello, Debbie. Gosh, it's been a while since we've chatted. It's great to hear from you. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Great. I'm uh, ready for the year. <laughs> I know. Every year uh, we sort of get a little refreshed when the new year comes around. And uh, so many – I think it is a time for us to sort of, okay, take a deep breath. We're going to refocus and, and do some, some things that maybe we didn't get a chance to do last year. Um, Military Connection, the website, has really had uh, some some nice changes to it. Uh, and it is uh, updated, and there's so many resources in here. What's some of the new things? things that you are really excited about um, if we had not been to Military Connection for a bit? Where, what are some of the new things that we can find? Well, we have a wonderful area, you know, for deals and discounts. So mm. um, if you're a military member or a veteran or a significant other one, you might want to check out the deals. It's right on the main navigation. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, you, we, you're right. The website has been updated. It's a responsive design, mm-hmm. so it's compatible with tablets. It's compatible with smartphones. Um, of course, the jobs are one of the major areas. And if you're interested in education, and then um, I'd like to also mention our our blog. Uh, we probably put out about ten articles a week, and mm-hmm. you might want to go to that blog for the latest and greatest. We also post them on social media. And uh, between Twitter and Facebook with FAMBOA, Veteran and Military Business Owners Association, the Military Connection, we've almost got 600,000 fan, combined fans and followers. Wow. So if you're not already following us, go ahead and follow yeah. us. <laughs> um, you know, we're Military Connection on Facebook. On Twitter, we're the go-to site. Yes. Yes, you sure are the go-to site. It is so comprehensive. But I love the fact that you cover all aspects, uh, all branches, but all aspects, because there are times that it might be a spouse looking for resources. It might mean um, a veteran is needing help uh, finding uh, a new connection, whether it be uh, medical help or whether it be retraining or, or uh, reintegration issues, you certainly do cover the gambit. Um, you must have a large staff to keep up with all this. 
Yes, it, it is a lot of work, but it's a labor of love. And um, we're also seeing um, our offices in Simi Valley, and something that hasn't happened before is we're getting a lot of veterans walking in where they oh. think we're a government agency or a veteran service organization. And even though we're not, you know, if somebody comes in, we want to help them regardless. So, you know, we'll pretty much drop anything to help them. Um, I actually had a, a veteran come in one day who had promised his kids he would get help. He had uh, a, uh, a problem with alcohol, and he wouldn't, I knew how much courage it took for him to walk in that door. And I wasn't going to say, you're at the wrong place. And I found the right place for him and delivered him to the right place. Oh, because, my gosh. Um, I, he might not do it again. And uh, I know that it was something very – it took a lot of courage. There are many times when things do need to be um, sort of uh, addressed because we certainly know that um, things change in the military. And, of course, a new administration means that many things will still be changing uh, probably very rapidly. Um, do you know, are there anything that um, is sort of on the cusp of changing that we should be kind of aware of, that we should be braced for? Um Nothing specific. I mean, we do have a new uh, uh, nominee for the Secretary of VA that will be approved, I'm sure. And he's mm -hmm. someone that has worked at the VA before. He's respected. Um, he's mm -hmm. the first VA secretary that's not a veteran. Mm, but uh, that is I genuinely think that the VA really wants to do, you know, deliver, you know, a better do a better job for veterans. So I hope that. You know, that is a priority. Mm -hmm. um, um, I, I know that one of the big things to come out in California was the uh, forgiving, uh, forgiving uh, a lot of the uh, bonuses the National Guard were given to, re you know, to re-up. Oh, I see. There were a lot of controversies with that, and a lot yeah. of people were billed for them with interest, and uh, fortunately it got publicity, mm -hmm. and uh, the end result is that the majority of those um, signing bonuses don't have to be returned, which means it's not uh. creating a hardship for our Guard and Reserve families. Right, right. And I, I, I guess that's kind of why I was asking, because I think sometimes, especially, and I certainly, we're not here to be a political forum at, in any means, but so many times things will get out on Facebook. They'll get out in social media or in conversations and we'll say, oh, did you know? And things get twisted and you, you, you say, all right, well, I heard that this benefit is no longer. I heard that I'm not going to get reimbursed for whatever. And I think that that's scary, uh, and it's good to know that there is a reputable place so to, and an objective place. I mean, you know, I think we depend sometimes on what comes out through our military resources, um, but this is an objective resource for people to go to and get the, get the scoop. Right. We try to be, and it's very, you know, sometimes it can be challenging in these times, but we try to be mm -hmm. apolitical. Whatever is good for our veterans. And, you know, our veterans have many different opinions. Sure. So we want to, you know, I'm so glad that we live in a country where we respect everybody and we have free speech. And um, uh, I try not to get political. The, my goal is to help those who do serve and have served and support them. Um, I do want to tell you about something kind of fun that we did this year. That, oh, good. Um, um, I had the pleasure 
of working with a colleague, Bob Oaken, who is the founder of Thanks USA. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Uh, they have given out over $11 million in the last 10 years to military dependents in scholarship. And Bob and I have worked together. Um, he was an executive uh, senior VP with NBC Universal before Comcast bought them. And uh -huh. he is a prince. But anyway, we both wanted to put on a nationally televised concert for military and veterans. And this year, last year we did it. It's co it was called America Salutes You. We filmed it in Chicago at the historic Rosemont Theater. We had Cindy Lauper and Gavin DeGraw. Uh, oh. We had, um, who else was there? Um, I, I, oh, Andra Day, who is an amazing rhythm and blues artist that uh, reminds me a lot of Beyonce. Uh, we also had um, Anthony Kearns, the Irish tenor. We had an incredible rapper by the name of Hoodie Allen. We had the legendary Wanda Jackson, who goes back to, you know, Elvis Day. She's the person or responsible, what they call, um, of combining uh, country and rock and roll. Oh, and wow. I, and I forget what it's called. But anyway, she did this duet with Cindy. And we had it televised. We filmed it November 12th. The idea was to raise awareness for those who serve and to raise funds for about half a dozen or so nonprofits serving them. And it was televised over Thanksgiving weekend. If anybody wants to donate or look at it, they can go to our site, America org. Okay. And we hope to make it a tradition uh, that we do it every so many years. Um, I'll tell you one thing I learned a lot about. Um, I'm not giving up my day job. I learned a lot about <laughs> producing something like this. There were so many moving parts. We had a crew of over 100, and that should not include the house band, which um, Billy Joel's musical director, Mark, Rivera, who's a friend, was the leader of, and they were fantastic. It did not include the entertainers and their own uh, musicians and entourages or the mm. ushers. And um, we worked with Civic Entertainment Group. We worked with Tribune and Sinclair Broadcasting. And um, it, w it was just um, an incredible um, event. And um, I, I don't think I worked that hard in two days. I think I did two all-nighters. <laughs> which I haven't done since college, and um, I learned a lot, and everybody just put out their best, and we didn't have any drama. It was just a wonderful event to be part of, and I'm so oh my uh, grateful to Bob Oaken, and, you know, who this wouldn't have been possible without him making so yeah. many personal sacrifices and oh helping put it all together. Again, I, uh, we've got a break coming up, Debbie, so I want to repeat that, americasalutesyou.org. And is that through thanksusa.org? Uh, did one spin off of the other? No, no, no. Bob is oh, okay. just with USA, and he and I and a bunch of people got together, and we did this. I but see. USA is one of the nonprofits. So I see. Tap, okay. So is um, the Easter Seals for Veterans. Uh, there's just a, a given hour. There's some incredible groups that this benefits, and oh they can see this on the website. I am looking through the website and talk about some uh, top names here. This is amazing. What an experience for you, though. I mean, this this was wonderful. <laughs> I, I've done other concerts, but not a televised one. 
And uh, this was our first go at it. And every time I've done an event, and I know you're going to break, it gets yeah. better every year. You learn from, you know, what to do better. What, you learn from mistakes. So yeah. by the time yeah. you do it a couple years in a row, it's fine-tuned. So I hope that, uh, you know, my hope is the next one will even be better. Oh, I'm sure that it will, especially with you behind it. AmericaSalutesYou.org. We'll be back in a minute. More with Debbie Gregory. We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. your parents or grandparents complain about walking to school uphill both ways, you can tell them about a village in China where getting to school is a real adventure. In the mountainous Sichuan province, children have to get to school from their tiny village of Atular by rappelling, abseiling, and clambering down a 2,500-foot cliff. Using ropes and bamboo ladders to scale this one-half-mile-high brachtumic, the journey is so difficult that the school children, ages 6 to 15, only return home every two weeks. What's the word for the fear of heights? Hypsophobia. A new set of steel stairs is now being considered to help make the journey to school safer. By the way, a brachtumuk is a hill so steep it hurts the stomach of anyone who tries to climb it. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app Too Funny for Words. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. We're doing Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio. This is Robin Boyd with you today, and I'm joined by Debbie Gregory, uh, just a wonderful gal whose association with military families uh, has been an incredible gift for everyone uh, who has needed resources, connections, and whatnot. She's the founder of MilitaryConnection.com, as well as uh, VAMBOA, the Veteran and Military Business Owners Association. Um, Let's talk a little bit about that before we we have a number of things to cover, Debbie. Um, and I do want to talk about veteran and military business owners. Um, this is an entity that has probably grown a great deal since you first began. Right. We have almost 7,000 uh, veteran business owners that are members nationally. Oh, my gosh. And, um, don't charge any dues to veteran business owners. We we are funded by wonderful corporations, and our focus is more connecting veteran and service-disabled business owners with corporations rather than with government contracts. And, uh, you know, some of our major um, sponsors are companies like IBM, Bristol-Myers, Amgen, to name a few, and we're very grateful to those companies because you know, they let us do what we're able to do, and they recognize the value of veteran business owners. 
Mm. Now, is this uh, purely uh, networking or are there any um, tra- uh, training op- opportunities involved? Well, or is if, you look at the, if you look at the um, website, there's a lot of yeah. information, such as yeah. on military connection. Also, right. This year we're going to do at least one conference with veteran business owners. And what I always think is one of the more va- – some of the valuable things in a conference, of course, one of the major things everybody wants to know is how do I get money and mm-hmm. uh, funding sources. And uh, that's one. Uh, another one is having private corporations. Many of them spend millions of dollars on diversity supply, and part of diversity supply is working with veterans and service-disabled veterans. Um, is to find out what veteran business owners need to do to do business with them. Hmm. And uh, at the next conference that I want to have, I want to have about at least a dozen companies, major corporations, with Hmm. their diversity supply leadership telling our veterans what they need to do to do business with them. Um, Because I think oftentimes when you start a veteran business, you're looking at the government contracting dollars as revenue, and a lot of people don't realize that so many corporations are working with the government. Pharmaceutical companies are a perfect example. You know, mm-hmm. they're providing all kinds of uh, important drugs to VA and government hospitals and so forth, and they are mandated. They must, as all companies, but especially those that are dealing with the government, have a diverse supplier network. And I think that's the, that's a difficult uh, mesh to to sort of identify and travel through, and that's where your resources are so helpful. Where is this conference going to be? Well, I'm I'm working with a couple organizations, but it's probably going to be in Southern California. California mm-hmm. has the highest veteran population, and also uh, from the standpoint of people wanting to go someplace. You know, California is on usually one of the top places they want to visit if they're going to go to a conference. True, um, true. We also um, will make it available so those that can't, you know, oftentimes business owners are doing so much, I know this personally, that you just yeah. can't drop everything and leave for a conference. So we want to make it available on the web so they, you know, okay. for a lower fee, a lower, you know, uh, enrollment, and that way, people can participate in it and, and still be involved even if they can't jump on a plane or in a car or whatever and come to the conference. Yeah, yeah. I'll so it'll be live stream? Is it going to be a live stream? It would be live stream, yes. And yeah. um, I'll, I'll share with you an interesting statistic. Uh, uh, and uh, a huge amount of publicly held company CEOs are veterans. In fact, I was reading something that during the 1980s, almost 60% of U.S. publicly held company CEOs were veterans. So, wow. um, you know, um, a perfect example, and he's probably going to be angry, and, you know, he might not appreciate me mentioning it, but Johnson & Johnson's CEO, Alex Gorski, was an Army Ranger, and he is – they have a really wonderful program – across the board supporting veterans. They have affinity groups. They hire veterans. Uh, they uh, work with veterans. You know, they highly support veterans. And a lot of wonderful corporations do this. And any a company that wants to put together programs to support veterans, I hope they'll contact us uh, mm-hmm. because we can help them not only in hiring and re- 
retaining veterans, and that key word retaining is very important right. because, you know, you don't want to hire somebody, train them, and have them leave, uh, you know, uh, just to leave. Um, also, there's significant tax credits till the end of next year for hiring veterans that range, they start at 2400 and can go as high as $9,600. So mm-hmm. it makes, you know, besides all the obvious reasons for hiring veterans, that's another good reason. Was there an extension to that? Because wasn't there a, a window of time for that for businesses? They extended it uh, to 2018, um, oh, okay. which is good. However, it still is complicated in filing for those tax credits, which uh, if they do extend it and, you know, do another bill, I'd love to see part of that bill making it less cumbersome for companies, especially the smaller companies. You know, some of the sure. large ones actually hire a third-party vendor to file for those, you know, for those tax credits. It is complicated, I know, yeah. Smaller companies might be able to do. So it would make a lot of sense to make it, you know, easier to file for. Mm. And speaking of hiring vendors. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. um, I'm involved. I'm uh, joining forces, again, with a wonderful organization, the University of California, Irvine. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're putting on the second conference. Uh, the first one was hiring and reta- best practices for hiring and retaining veterans. This one is a career planning conference and coaching resource fair for veterans. It's going to be at the UCI Pacific Ballroom on March 4th from 8.30 to 3.45. And then there's a company networking reception, but there will actually be private coaching sessions available. Oh. And wow. it's going to have all kinds of uh, unique, uh, 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 unique uh, ways for veterans uh, to uh, get employed, strategies, um, you know, trans- translating your skills into civilian jobs, marketing yourself, including working with your resume, uh, doing your LinkedIn profile, things like that, um, mm-hmm. interviewing um, navigating the civilian cultures, and we're going to have one-on-one vocational coaching. That's phenomenal because we talk about uh, an incredible investment in, in your future. It, this is amazing. You said this is going to be on March 4th. Are there still, uh, there's still openings we can still get in if we're Absolutely. interested? Absolutely. It starts at yeah. 8 a.m. There'll be breakfast, and uh, then it goes to 3.45. Lunch will be included, and there's no cost for this. Oh, my goodness. UCAL Irvine. Where do we sign up for that? Um, you can go to www.veteran.uci.edu forward slash joint, J-O-I-N-T, B is in veteran, T is in training, R is in resource, C is in conference. Okay. Or joint. you can come to Military Connect, send something to info at militaryconnection.com, and we'll send you the information. We're one of the partners, and uh, they are truly a pleasure to work with, and uh, we value the relationship with UCI very much. And they have an incredible conference center. Their conference center is nicer than most of the hotels I've gone to conferences at. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's a wonderful resource. They And the fact that they are so willing to uh, work with you on these, this is amazing. Right. They're, they're wonderful um, 
partners. Uh, they value veterans, and uh, it's a good location too, especially in California, because San Diego, you know, it's right in the middle of San Diego and Los Angeles, so sure. it makes it nice where veterans that want to attend can attend, you know, uh, for Southern California, which is a huge veteran population, very centrally. Now, would somebody who maybe hasn't begun a business and is trying to decide whether to start something entrepreneurial, would this be appropriate? Or is this really for someone who's in an existing um, enterprise and wants to uh, expand their networking? This is a job fair for veterans wanting to have jobs. However, um, we, the, the UCI conference center is one of the venues that we're considering for our conference for veteran business owners. Okay, because, I see. Because of the proximity to, you know, the different areas. I don't know that it'll be there, and um, I don't know uh, if that will work out, but it definitely is on my top, my list of uh, top uh, places. Yeah, it sounds like it is the one. If they have... Um you know this if they're this progressive with technology and having the facility that that it is that's wonderful there's an awful lot in southern california that uh unfortunately the other parts of our country don't quite have the advantage of but we're only a plane ride away right <laughs> that's right and um it's a great place to come to you know um i'm a california girl what can i say yeah and- yeah we're wonderful beaches and golf courses, and it's a great place to come visit. And uh, there's wonderful areas of the country. You know, uh, Chicago, I had such a good time in when I went for the concert. And oh. everyone was so nice, and fortunately it wasn't as cold as it is there now. Yeah. <laughs> well, although we had, in New Hampshire, I've got to say, we've had a very mild winter. We have had a couple of days that have been kind of nasty, but, um, you know, I still have bare ground on the, out here. I can see the grass. So, uh, we certainly are not inundated the way we are in some years, but that's when you take advantage of it and you get out and you do some wonderful things. Debbie, we've got another, uh, break coming up shortly. Um, I want to talk a little bit more, uh, about jobs. It is difficult, I think. Think not only for veterans but for everybody. But I, I think there are times when uh, the resources that veterans do have uh, might go unnoticed and untapped. So we want to make sure um, we have that information out. And before we go to break, I do want to just repeat this upcoming uh, career planning conference that's at UCAL Irvine. And if you want more information about it, go to veteran.uci.edu and you're going to backslash joint v. T-R-C. So you're going to go to uh, register there, and you said no fee, correct? This is a free? There's no fee for veterans. That will, This is all complimentary, and if they uh, don't get that link, just email info, info at militaryconnection.com, and we'll send them the information. That sounds wonderful. I know sometimes it's hard and you're listening while you're driving and so you can't jot these things down. But we'll make sure that you get that information. And I will hold on to you, Debbie, for a little bit longer because we've got lots more information to talk about on the other side of our break. We're here today with Debbie Gregory right here on Military Mom Talk Radio. So don't go away. Stay tuned. We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio. Have you heard? 
The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Got a lead foot? According to state troopers, here's what not to do when you get pulled over. Don't be a lachrymist and start crying right away. It doesn't help. But if you're under 20, crying won't be held against you. Don't ask for a break, and don't yell or start any argy-bargy. And one trooper said, if they're going to flirt with me to get out of a ticket, it would probably insult my intelligence. But unfortunately, I don't get hit on all that often. So flirting or being a gill flirt won't work. Did you know that 15% of all drivers get 76% of all traffic tickets? And the odds of winning if you challenge a traffic ticket in court are 1 in 3. So what should you do when you get pulled over for speeding? Be courteous to the officer and most of all, be honest. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. It's Robin Boyd with you today on Military Mom Talk Radio. Today we have Debbie Gregory with us, uh, the founder of Military Connection, and also uh, VAMBOA, the Veteran and Military Business Owners Association. Uh, Debbie, there are so many times that uh, jobs are difficult for anybody. I, I think this is... This is a generation where, I mean, when our parents, and even when I was younger, my husband was younger, uh, you kind of had a job. You were there for the 20 years or 30 years. You got the gold watch and and you retired. Life isn't simple like that. Uh, it's a lot more complicated for everybody. And, and veterans who may have begun that path and then uh, dedicated some some of their life to the military now are coming back and having to sort of reestablish, and it's a little bit more challenging, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's definitely more challenging. Um, you know, they, especially somebody that's been in the military 20 years or more, um, mm. you know, there's a certain culture that they're familiar with, and they understand, and uh, the civilian war culture is difficult to understand, even if you're a civilian. Yeah. <laughs> so you make a good point, and... Um, you know, they need to understand what's expected and also what they need to do to get the next promotion, pay raise, that kind of thing. And um, I believe that companies that have mentors are the most successful at retaining veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially if that mentor, it doesn't always have to be, but if that mentor is also someone who was a veteran, 
that kind of speaks the same language. But even if it, it wasn't a veteran, to have a go-to person within the company that they can speak to candidly and express their concerns and, uh, you know, uh, you know, gain some um, imp- wisdom and information and understand the corporate culture. Every company has its own corporate culture that's unique. Well, that's certainly true. I mean, and that goes with anybody. But, and, of course, if you're in a nonprofit, it's going to be different than for-profit. And uh, it certainly is going to be unique to everyone. Are there certain jobs, do you think, um, that are easier to transition into um, than others as far as if, you've, if you're just reintegrating and coming back into the workforce? Well, I think that um, there are a few Um one of them, one category would be high technology jobs because they speak their own language. Mm. And um, they're in very much demand, by the way, too. So if you have high tech skills, you know, network engineering, IT type of skills and that, it's, it's kind of universal, the language. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Also, many of the people in the military that have those skills also have um, security clearances, that are active, so that's a you know a little added plus. Um, another area that I think translates fairly well is healthcare. There's a big demand for doctors and nurses and allied health professionals. Both high tech uh, jobs and um, healthcare are two areas of focus in our employment area. Uh, mm. But. You know, if you're a nurse, you know, if you're helping people and you're a doctor, you know, whether the person is in the military or not in the military, and in fact, um, a lot of the private hospitals tell me that with um, military physicians and nurses, they're used to seeing a lot of patients. So yes. they are really productive and able to manage their time and do a good job. Um, so that's, you know, one advantage. Uh, those are areas. And then, you know, not to discount it, but not everybody has to have a college degree and one size doesn't fit all. There are wonderful trades and apprenticeship programs. Um, the last time anybody had to hire a plumber or an electrician or a welder, yeah. have you ever seen how much they make an hour? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You those are some industries. Right. So, um, like I said, if somebody's really good with, you know, things like that, it would behoove them to get certified and get the appropriate licenses. And um, by the way, whatever you want to do, you know, those that have served have earned education benefits, the most recent being the post-9-11 GI Bill. Mm-hmm. And um, if you cannot find a job or you don't know what it is you want to do or what you're doing is not what you want, Going and retraining, whether it be a vocational or apprenticeship type of program or whether it be a a degree, uh, becoming an RN, uh, becoming an IT networker, a programmer, whatever it might be, is a smart move. Um, In addition to your tuition being paid for 39 months, when you're attending school, you get your BAH housing regardless of your rank. It's the the equivalent of an E-5 with dependents or whatever the zip code of your school is. Wow. Now, in my zip code, it's almost 2500 a month, and that is tax-free income. So uh, a lot of veterans, you know, will live on that money. Oh, sure. Or, or get a little part-time job to supplement. Sure. Um, and this is a benefit that you've earned, 
So besides the tuition and the housing, um, there's also usually about $1,000 a year in allowance that will, you know, pay for books. You know, it's meant to be paid for books and, you know, supplies. Yeah. But uh, the key is to pick a good school and to pick a school that you're going to finish the program and that you're right. actually going to walk out with a degree where you can get a job or a, a certification or whatever it might be. You know, pick. there's a lot of good schools out there. We have a lot of them on Military Connection. Um, we just, um, in fact, online schools are very, very popular with those that serve as well. And there is, um, it isn't the same housing allowance, but there is an allowance for online. And uh, online programs are often designed for people that are, are you know, working a full-time job. Right, uh, right. It's just, not true. It's so hard. Right. And you can, you know, what we, I've also seen is um, in the military, uh, those that are in the military, especially on our aircraft carriers and ships, are, you know, they don't, uh, very few of them come on without a laptop where they aren't taking some form of training or course. Yeah. I had the um, opportunity last year to be invited as a VIP by the Navy, and I got to fly out and land on a, a naval aircraft carrier to see the USS John C. Stennis and spend two oh days in a night. And, oh. oh, my God, it was so much fun, um, the landing, especially the takeoff where they catapult you off at high speed off this line. <laughs> I, I am learned. so in awe every time I see that and to have to be on there and feel that. You must feel it as well as hear it as well as see it. Oh, it, Every it definitely the- is um, exciting, as a, you know, and a rush. And being on the ship, there were 5,200 sailors. Uh, the flight deck, they must have had close to 100 uh, flights coming and going an hour. The average age on that flight deck is 19 years old, and those kids are professionals they're not playing with their cell phone you know it's a dangerous place and they've got their acts together and they're Mm. all training i was just so impressed with the quality of uh, you know of uh, the men and women that serve and the educational programs and the logistics i mean imagine putting together three meals and snacks for 5200 people every day i can't even imagine that that it's a city they are cities in and of themselves it is like a city, and they ran our butts. It was it was so much fun. You know, you're climbing oh. the equivalent of ten flights of stairs, only they're ladders without rails. Oh. <laughs> and it was a good workout. I, I I came back, and I usually, you know, when I'm it was down here in San Diego, I usually will walk five miles, to, you know, along the beach. And I thought, oh, I'll go walking. And I that, the day I got back, I couldn't get my rear end off the sofa. <laughs> I was, you know, I, I had quite a workout. I didn't take a Fitbit with me. But I should have. I probably would have had a you know record number of steps. Oh, I bet. I bet. When we when you were talking, Debbie, about the GI Bill, does that also um, is that available to spouses as well? Um, under certain circumstances, if uh, your military okay. member has uh, served a certain period of time, and there are specifics, I don't mm-hmm. have them in front of me, so I don't want to quote them. Where you can transfer those benefits to your spouse or to your children. But there is oh, a time as well. frame on how long you can transfer them. So what happens is if you, you know, if you, you know, if you served and you leave and your kids are two years old and they're not going to yeah. be in college, you know, you want to make sure that you use it or that um, your family. And also, in addition to the GI Bill, many states have 
individual plans where they waive tuition, they're going to a state college or university. There's just a lot of um, options. And, you know, it's in, it behooves those that serve to find out what there is there for them. Mm. And also, um, a lot of the schools have uh, veteran student organizations on campus where you can network with other students. You know, sometimes your veteran students are older than your traditional students, and there's kind of a you know, they have different issues that are important. You know, if you haven't been a student in many years, you know, where you just graduated high school and you're in college, you might have to learn how to study again or maybe your math, you know, isn't at the level it needs to be, so you need to take some refresher courses before you take the courses that are required. And the whole idea is to make veteran students successful. Sure, sure. And I guess I uh, I did know, but I guess didn't realize that each state could have something different to offer. So it really it really is important to investigate that. Absolutely, and also um, you know maybe you might want to save your GI Bill for you know an advanced degree or something, or to pass on to your kids or wife mm-hmm. because your tuition might be covered. You know, right? You can see. All the, what all the benefits and figure out what works the best for you. Mm. I know my son-in-law, who's who is a marine, a veteran, a marine veteran. I know we've been kind of nagging him, saying you, you kind of have to look into this dairy. Go, you know, you need to you need to go. <laughs> uh, but we also wanted to, uh, if there was any benefit, uh, family benefit, we certainly wanted to make sure that uh, his wife took care of, took advantage of it as well. I'll tell you something else too. A lot of our guard and reserve. And I serve in California as the director of employer engagement for California's employers support of the Guard and Reserve. A lot of them sign up and volunteer for more duty so that they can get their GI Bill benefits. And also, I was at a conference and I heard an incredible statistic, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's true, but it was sort of um, mind-blowing that more than half of our force right now that is serving, especially in combat zones, is Guard and Reserve. Oh, wow. And, that you know, is an guard, interesting. Yeah. Right. We've got and a break coming. Reserve, um, you know, there are citizen soldiers. Yeah. And they're not, they're not at a base where their families and loved ones have that support system that a base offers. Right. Um, Debbie, we've got a break coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to interrupt you. So we've got a break coming up, but I want to pick up on that on the other side because I think that is so important. So let's go to break, and then we're going to uh, come right back to that. This is Robin Boyd with Debbie Gregory on Military Mom Talk Radio. Be right back. We'd love to hear from you. Check us out at MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. Our shows are available on iTunes anytime from 0-100 hours to 23:59. For now, stay right where you are. There's more Military Mom Talk Radio after these messages. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can with lessons in joyful living with your host Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon Central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches lessons in joyful living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. 
What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. Man cannot live by bread alone. He must have his peanut butter. Peanut butter is a pate of childhood, and it's not just for kids. His dogs love it, too. Last night, I gave my dog a pill hidden in peanut butter. What's a word for a messy concoction that helps the medicine go down? Sliver sauce. Mice apparently prefer peanut butter to cheese when it comes to luring them into the trap. But there are even more practical uses for peanut butter. Peanut butter contains natural oils, which makes it perfect for removing all kinds of sticky things, like gum stuck in your shoe or in your hair. What's a word for the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth? Arachibutophobia. And according to Barry Goldwater, if you don't mind smelling like peanut butter for two or three days, peanut butter is a darn good shaving cream. It's marching day. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. We're so glad you're here today because uh, I have with me Debbie Gregory on Military Mom Talk Radio today. Debbie, we before we ran to break, we were talking, you were saying an interesting statistic how many people are serving uh, National Guard and Reserves. Um, and this is one way that they are extending their GI Bill benefits uh, and, and able to uh, maximize this to their family's advantage. Right. A lot of them are um, serving, you know, signing up for additional tours and deployments so that they will be eligible to get the GI Bill education benefits and pass them on to their spouse or their children. Um, A lot of them are serving just because they, you know, are patriotic. And Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting. I, You know, when I first started Military Connection, I had the opportunity to meet some Guard and Reserve wives, and it was, you know, at least 10 years ago. And we hadn't been at war for so long or, in, in you know, in a um, situation in the Middle East that we're in now and have been for yeah. over a decade. And um, now we've got more Guard and Reservists and we have regular military, and it's a major sacrifice for all of them. But at least the regular military, their families often live on the bases or they have the support systems of the bases, where if somebody's activated and deployed and they're in the Guard and Reserve, they're not living on a base, um, even if they're a, a physician or lawyer or accountant, whatever, there's a great financial sacrifice because, you know, who's going to run their business for them? Um, so, it, it you know, it can be very difficult um, for our Guard and Reserve. And they were always citizen soldiers. You know, they've always been called that. And they, you know, whenever there was a disaster, we called them out. But now they are the majority of our uh, fighting force. And um, supporting them, you know, is very important. Um, we, in my role as 
Director of Employer Engagement for California's Employer Supported the Guard and Reserve. It's important that companies understand when they're activated and not discriminate against them or not hire them because they're afraid they'll be activated. Uh, there is um, a federal law called USERRA, U-S-E-R-R-A, and I won't quote it, but it's probably smart for people to look at it. Um, you can't uh, discriminate against somebody because they are guard and reservists, and the companies that embrace them, we've had many wonderful corporations, when the Defense Secretary uh, Award, the Freedom Award, because they go above and beyond for guard and reservists. Mm -hmm. And that's a good thing. Oh, it's a wonderful uh, thing. Every, every year, Guard and Reservists can nominate their employers. And just being nominated is an honor, but there are about 15 winners every year. And the winners are a wide range of organizations, everything from small companies to large companies to universities to mm -hmm. government agencies, you name it. And there's 15 winners every year. And then the Secretary of Defense hosts a gala. Uh, to give out uh, the Freedom Award, and it's just a, a, a wonderful opportunity. And if you're a company and you haven't signed the statement of support in a year or two, it's always a nice thing to have a signing ceremony. It's great PR for your company. Oh, it sure. Helps, it helps to brand you as a veteran-friendly employer, military-friendly employer, and um, it's just a smart thing to do. And uh, we can certainly help facilitate that. Um, I, I advise all the clients that are, you know, that advertise for um, to hire veterans that they should be doing a signing ceremony and signing the statement of a, of support. It's a, it's a it's a good, you know, uh, action for employers to take. It is, uh, Debbie. I want to ask you. Um, when someone, uh, perhaps they've, they started out in college, but then, uh, decided to, uh, enlist, they it did their term, their, their served their amount of time. Then when they're coming back, maybe, uh, their time in the military has encompassed a completely different, uh, set of skill sets. How, how does one come back and sort of decide how can their skill sets then be transcended into civilian workplaces? There, is there a good way for them to sort of create that as a positive thing on their resume and to be able to look at what aptitudes they might now have that they hadn't realized before? Well, in the military, everybody has an MOS, a military occupational specialty. Yeah. And uh, there are ways for them to take what they've done in the military, and they have various military skills translators. And I will never uh, forget this. I was uh, at a uh, event at Camp Pendleton, and I think it was Dakota Meyer was speaking, the Medal of Honor winner. Mm -hmm. And he was talking to a group of employers, and he was telling them, I'm a sniper. That's what I did in the military. And then he went on to tell them, but I, you know, executed plans, I led teams, I did logistics. When he was done, they all, you know, they, all these employers were eating out of their hands. They all wanted to hire snipers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so many of these skills are transferable. There's so many um, skills that you learn regardless of your MOS. You know, you learn that you're part of a mission and part of a team and, you know, how you're going to, you know, succeed in that mission. And that is, you know, transferable. Companies have initiatives and, you know, they want to win. 
in whatever field they're in. So there's some general things. But, you know, my best advice to people when they're trying to figure out what it is they want to do and what they can do is choose something that you're passionate about, that you like, that you want to do. Because at the end of the day, you want to be happy. And also, if you love what you're doing or if you like what you're doing, you're going to be more successful than if you don't. Well, that's very true. Yeah. And I I know you do have a lot of support on Military Connection for veterans if they are trying to enhance their um, their resume or if they're trying to look at um, areas to uh, I- improve their interview skills. Those are all listed on your website. Right. We have a, uh, an area of the website in the employment um, section called Job Tips, and it has article know, what to wear to a job fair, interviewing questions, all kinds of resources. Um, My own background before advertising and military connection was that I was a uh, recruiter and worked my way up as a partner in a retained search firm. And our clients were companies like Texas Instruments, Intel, and so forth. And um, I, you know, worked with employing candidates uh, so uh, I, I definitely get it, um, how important it is. And also, at the end of the day, if everything else is equal, I think that people want to hire veterans. And I also think that people like to hire people that want them, that they have the best chemistry with. So sure. chemistry is Im- important. So, um, you know, one of the things I always tell people, if you're at an interview, yes, it's respectful to call somebody ma'am or sir, but it also might make them feel 100 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also they might not, you know, you know, if you're talking to like a 30- or 40-year-old woman and you keep calling her ma'am, uh, you're not going to build that chemistry real well, I think, even though it's respectful. You know, after about the yes. fifth time, it gets old. So sometimes <laughs> uh, you have to prepare for that interview in a way and uh, you have to research the company and figure out some the good questions and, you know, and know the answers uh, to them as well so that, um, you know, they ask you questions. But chemistry, I think, is one of the most important uh, decision makers in getting a job offer from an employer mm-hmm. if everything else is equal. And I think um, it's true there are some changes that have happened, but I do think uh, things are turning around, and I think that there are opportunities. Uh, and and I think it's finally dawning on a lot of employers that there are some amazing skill sets with our veterans. Oh, absolutely. Um, there are so many wonderful companies that want to hire veterans, and uh, some of them want to put together programs. And we try. We work with quite a few, and we try to help them. Uh, rather than just being an advertising venue where somebody has a banner, what I think it takes more than that to get good candidates. We try to um, help them and provide best practices for hiring and retaining veterans. And um, at the, you know, I know myself from having a company. If somebody leaves after you've trained them and put resources in them. It you know it's not a great thing for the company. So if you can keep people and have happy and productive employees, that's a very positive for you know across the board. Doesn't matter what the industry is or whatever. 
Well, Debbie, this has been such a wonderful hour because it's been great catching up with you, but it's also, uh, there's always uh, such a wealth that's available on militaryconnection.com. Uh, we want to make sure that everybody does visit your website. Uh, and I, I want to repeat all of the information about the career planning conference that's coming up at UCAL Irvine, and that's going to be on March 4th. Um, if people want information, there was the website at, at veteran.uci.edu and the backslash is joint v TRC. But we also want to invite people to go to your to email you, Debbie. And would you repeat that email again? Info, I-N-F-O, at military connection. That's singular without an S, militaryconnection.com. Info at militaryconnection.com, and we'll send you information on the conference. And there's no charge for military veterans attending that conference. And there's one-on-one coaching that's going to be that's part amazing. of it. Right. I, I, right there. I mean, the, the conference itself is going to be so inspiring, but then to have the opportunity for this private coaching is phenomenal. And, and that's you breakfast email. and lunch and snacks too. Mm. Oh my gosh. And then I, that info at militaryconnection.com is also the best place to reach you if anybody has questions. Is that correct? Right. If you have any questions, if I can be of assistance, um, if you want to hire veterans, if you're looking for jobs, whatever, you know, just email me and uh, we'll get back to you usually in less than 24 hours. It's amazing the the resources that you have, uh, and we also want to remind people about Veteran and Military Business Owners Association. You're certainly going to want to uh, visit that, and that's v a m b o a dot org. That one's a dot org. Military Connection is dot com. So thank you, Debbie, so much for being here. Always such a pleasure, and you amaze me every time. <laughs> You're thank amazing. you. I I can say the same thing about you and Sandra and Military Mom Talk Radio. It's a wonderful wonderful show. Thank you so much, Debbie. Talk to you everyone soon. Uh, We'll be back again again on Military. Thanks for tuning in to Military Mom Talk Radio. Want more information? Check us out at militarymomtalkradio.com or find us on iTunes for more than 200 free episodes. Drop us an email or find us on Facebook. We are looking forward to another great discussion. We hope you'll join us on Military Mom 